I'm a handshake and tape. I'm a spud with a plane. I'm a miracle that's greater day by day. I ain't your average quitter. I don't put up with golf. I'm doing the best I can. The Tom Taylor. Hello, everybody. Welcome to our show, The Path for Utah. Uh, it, the Path for Utah is establishing the Path for America. And this podcast is sponsored by the Trump Tater and Solidify Web. Digital marketing that it works. Solidify Web is a premium design agency that focuses on quality, innovation, and speed. We utilize technology to bring results to grow our client businesses, and we pride ourselves in great work ethic, integrity, and end results. I hope everybody is doing great. My name is Ignacio Ignacio Valdez, and this is and Caliente. Well, this is the name of the show that we are going to be going, uh, giving you guys today. And I am so happy and thrilled to talk uh, to all of you about fantastic, uh, fantastic uh, uh, things. Uh, well, I guess not so fantastic because our world is so freaking upside down. And I'm telling you, this is just uh, <clears throat> something that Gosh, uh, I, I don't know. I just don't know where to start. And there's so many things out there right now that uh, just uh, keeping everybody, you know, up on our toes. And uh, there's so, so much worrisome out there about uh, progressivism and uh, the left just trying to destroy America. Uh, I, I don't like it, guys. I, I don't. Uh, and, uh, you know, like... Uh, coming from a country that uh, proclaims a lot of socialism, uh, it, you know, mixed with capitalism, of course. Uh, and then I come here to, to the United States and uh, I start seeing all these people wanting socialism. I mean, like, what the heck is this? I mean, I, I don't want to go back to something that I was running away from. Can, can, can you believe that? I mean, I came here for liberty. I came here for better job opportunities. I came here for, uh, you know, better things and things. And what do I find? I find, uh, you know, people wanting to <laughs> things that I run away from. So, I, you know, something that I, I really don't, I, I really don't like and I don't agree. So, oh, and guess what? I recently got the China virus shot. And well, maybe I shouldn't be bragging about it, should I? I don't know. What do you think? Um, I really, <laughs> and you know, I posted on Facebook, and I'm actually looking at my Facebook, uh, my Facebook page right now, uh, and um, I, <laughs> I posted in there. Um, I mean, if you want, you can go to my Facebook page. Is Ignacio Isaac Valdez? Um, you can go ahead and, uh, and you know take a look and, and see what I, what I usually post. You can uh, give me a friend request, or you can also uh, visit me at Liberty Network uh, on Facebook. I will be so happy to have you here. Just uh, uh, give give us a like, and uh, we'll be so happy to, to have you and everything. So, um, posting about the China virus uh, shot that I got a couple of days ago. 
Um, some people get so really happy about me, you know, because I took it. Uh, other people get sad because I took it. Uh, I mean, you really cannot please people, you know, uh, like in all in all realms. Um, it, it is pretty interesting. And, and uh, some people was like, well, why do you call it China virus? Shouldn't you just be calling it coronavirus or SARS, COVID-19, whatever crap? I'm like, no, I just call it China virus because it comes from China. That's where I come from. You know what I'm saying? So I just I just don't get it, guys. It's just so so interesting. It's like, please don't call it China virus because it can mean it can offend somebody. Oh, and by the way, uh, Asians have been harassed because of the China virus. But that's not my problem. I'm Mexican. <laughs> well, Mexican American, I, I, I guess I, I should say, but uh, but yeah, it, it is. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, a super. I don't know. We we are in 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 this world, and it's upside down, and and I don't like it. So, um, so yeah, it's, it's super interesting how how people keep uh, uh, talking about these type of things, and uh, it just drives me insane. Uh, so what should we talk about, guys, uh, today? Uh, we're, we're just going to talk about uh, graded things here. Uh, immigration, uh, if, you, if you have any question or if you want to talk about, want me to talk about something, please visit Liber Liberty Network. Uh, and then that way I will know, uh, you know, your thoughts. Uh, please follow me there. Uh, follow me on Facebook, Liberty Network. Uh, I'll be happy to, uh, you can leave me a message there and I can definitely go ahead and, um, uh, you know, grab something to talk about. Or if you have an opinion on something, then yeah, we can. Ignacio, can I chime in? Sure, absolutely. <laughs> okay. So uh, Jamie Renda uh, on with Ignacio here. So Ignacio, we brought together a team of people on how we're going to move Utah forward. And uh, Ignacio, so grateful that uh, you're part of this team. And uh, so on the China virus, let's talk about that just for a minute. I was going to ch uh, chime in. And, and most of this hate that's going towards Asians is in predominantly liberal communities, San Francisco, New York, and, uh, and a lot of it and that they don't point out, and not that I'm condemning or pointing fingers, is, are not Trump supporters. A lot of it's black on Asian crime. And so, so they're all wanting to blame this on Trump, this increased Asian. Oh, yeah. And, and, and you know who I saw at the Trump rallies when I went to all these places is a lot, a lot of Chinese people coming out and speaking mm -hmm. against the CCP. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah. so Chinese, Chinese Americans know they understand uh, it's like you, you know, you mentioned where you came from and uh, was mixed with socialism, and capitalism, and you wanted something better. Uh, these, these Chinese Americans that are here, they understand what uh, we're, we're going to be in for if we don't uh, start calling China out for all the different corruption they're involved in. Exactly. Yeah. So, uh, it, it, you know, and I really would love to see that more, uh, you know, and, and I, gosh, I mean, I, I really, I really uh, think where I can find a, a good Facebook uh, group where we can have, uh, you know, lots of Asian conservatives and, uh, uh, and showcase that. I think you know, that, and that that's probably the the little part of the path for Utah that we're missing here. We do need 
uh, some Asian voices on here. But, you know, the media never covered on all these Trump rallies the significant number of Chinese uh, Chinese Americans or uh, that were protesting. There were lines and they had banners. And one of these banners, I swear, was 60 foot long. I mean, it was humongous. Wow. Uh, at these rallies and the media never covered it. So a lot of Chinese Americans that were out supporting president Trump. And I don't think they are bothered with the fact that president Trump called it the Kung flu or the China virus. So. <laughs> I just love it. The, the Kung flu. <laughs> that sounds so nice. Yeah. I, I mean, and people are ignoring the fact that, uh, and, and this, uh, you know, there's so many, uh, gosh, so, so many, uh, perceptions about the China virus and how it was originated and how it became about. You know, uh, a lot of people think, okay, well, uh, it came from a lab in, in Huan, China, and uh, it propagated from there. Others say that uh, it really was a product of uh, the Chinese Communist Party, and uh, that has you know, being propagated or uh, another guy ate a, a bat and became Batman and made us all sick. I think so, that one's been rolled out. I think the wet market's been totally rolled out now. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it's so interesting, but it is called the Chinese virus because it came from China, people. Come on. Whether it came intentionally or unintentionally, it did come from China and it came from a man-made virus. <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, my gosh. What are we going to do in this world? So, Ignacio, after this break, I think we ought to get into the border. What's going on yeah. in the border crisis? Yes. Let's go ahead and talk about that when we come back from this break. Uh, we have 30 more seconds. So this is the Path Forward Utah. I'm Jamie Renda and Ignacio Valdez, who's going to be taking on all the hard issues about uh, things that are going on on our border and in America and actually reaching out and persuading more Latinos to take a look at conservative principles and why a lot of Latinos are conservative. So we'll be back on the path forward. And after this, let you get the last word in Ignacio. All right. Well, let's do it. Yeah. I can't can't wait to talk about that. This, thank you. Welcome uh, for being with En Caliente with Nacho Valdez. And uh, this is a, a podcast uh, that is sponsored by the Drum Tater and Solidify Web Digital Marketing. So, all right, Jamie, well, you and I, now that we're here and, uh, you know, we're, we're having a, a pretty interesting conversation about uh, immigration and uh, uh, what's going on at the border so, uh, so Jamie, yeah, let's go ahead and, uh, and, uh, and, and elaborate about that, shall we? Well, I mean, it's just craziness. And the fact that the Biden administration will not let any media 
come in and actually take pictures and witness of what's taking place, it must be really bad. But for four years, I mean, we've been hearing the media calling Trump and these great men and women who work on our border, the Border Patrol people. They've been calling them all kinds of names, saying that they're, you know, they abuse children and all that with the children, you know, kids in the cages. And that started under Obama. Trump did very minimal of that. What Trump did is get the border under control so we didn't have that. So anyway, it's just really sad. I know. So, yeah. uh, And this is just uh, another of their fallacies that the left is uh, currently working with uh, in order to uh, propagate the hate because they're the ones that are haters. They're they're the ones that, uh, that are. Uh, telling uh, telling us what to think, what to say, what to post on Facebook, uh, and everything like that. I I tell you, I tell you, the other day I got banned from Facebook for like a couple of days. I was going crazy because that's where I have my family on, and I posted something about uh, uh, you know how uh, Joe Biden uh, was doing a, a lot of harm uh, to the country, and I got banned because of that. Well, what was it in your post that uh, they said banned you? Um, well, it was just a, um, a note. It was an article uh, that uh, was talking about uh, immigration policies and uh, and, and how Biden uh, was, uh, you know, the, and the fact checker was like, uh, it, you are missing out of context. And there was another leftist in there that was like, maybe you need to check up you, your sources and, and maybe you need to uh, uh, change your post. And I'm like, no, I'm not going to change my post. I'm not so, going to correct. So for, first, we can't post about election corruption. And then we can't, well, no, first, we can't post about coronavirus. And uh, all that, like, what was the medication that Trump said was good? Uh, Brian, help me out here. Uh, the, uh, <laughs> the Pfizer? No, 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 no. Back back when the coronavirus first broke out and Moderna. Trump's. Uh, Trump said, if you take this medication, it's it's going to not, oh. not the. Hydro, hydrochloroxycline. Yeah. yeah, you could you couldn't say anything about hydrochloroquine. Uh, yeah. So if you had that, your posts were removed. And then it, and then if you say anything anti-vaccination, your posts are removed or you're kicked off. And then if you say anything about election fraud, you're kicked off. So now the new one, it sounds like if you say anything about Biden's immigration policy. <laughs> you know, what? I'm going to tell you something. You know, I'm an immigrant, all right, and uh, I'm, I'm a human being as well. Right. You know, isn't that what, what the left preaches? You know, that everybody's a human being. You know, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm an immigrant and I did the things the right way. I spent and I'm going to, you know, we have a very large audience here. I spent around three thousand dollars to be here. Uh, and I guess a little bit more than that, but I'm going to leave it at three thousand uh, dollars. I can't tell you. I mean, if I went I went through the immigration system. And uh, uh, and yes, we are going to agree that everybody that wants to immigrate to America, they want a better life for, for themselves. Uh, they want you know better houses, better opportunities, you know whatever. Uh, I I don't blame immigrants that come here and they want, gosh, you know they they come illegally, um, uh, you know which, gosh, you know there should be something out there that will prevent that from happening. But guess what? We are the best. We're the best country in the world here in the United States. 
You know what's kind of odd about that, Ignacio, is that uh, in one breath, uh, the people who are encouraging this immigration actually believe that we're not the best country in the world. They have no love for our country. They say all kinds of derogatory things about our country. And uh, so I wonder why they think all these people are trying to push through our borders. Uh -huh, exactly. And encourage them to do so. It's like uh, immigration is like this. I mean, we we are a nation of laws. I mean, I, I, I would I would challenge any leftist to go into China illegally and wave the, the American flag in China and force Chinese to speak English. I dare any leftist, if you're a leftist and if you're listening to us right now, go to China, go to any other country, wave the American flag, wave, wave your countries. I mean, it doesn't have to be the U.S. flag, Canada flag, Mexican flag, you know, Argentine flag. Go to another country, wave that flag and force people to speak your language. And let, tell me how things are going to go. Are they racist because they are going to deport you if you are an illegal? Are they going to do that? T tell me about it. You know, yeah. how, how, you know, and, and th this is what the left is. Gosh, it's a, a weapon that they usually use to seduce people, you know, through their feelings. And that's what they care more about. You know what? I'm going to take it one step further on that challenge you have. Try to say something negative about their leader. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and I can guarantee you go into North Korea or China or any of these Middle Eastern countries and try to talk trash about their leader. Or if you go into one of these Muslim countries, try to talk trash about Muhammad uh -huh, exactly. and, and their religion. I mean, you're going to find your life will be over for that. Okay, and yet exactly. people come into our country and want to talk trash about Christianity, want to talk trash about our president and uh, the people or our country. And, uh, yeah. and they get away with it. But uh, legally, I mean, other than maybe Canada and a few European countries, you go to any of, any of the other countries of where these immigrants are coming from, uh -huh. and you're going to find yourself in hot water. Hey, question for you, Ignacio, in Mexico, yeah. uh, can I own property in Mexico as an American? Yes, you can. You can. Okay. Uh -huh. I, I heard I heard a number of years ago that as an American, I couldn't actually buy property in Amer in Mexico. Yeah. You you can uh, you can there's a certain there are certain uh, paperwork that you have to fill out uh, to be uh, uh, to be a landlord. Um, you don't have to have a double citizenship or anything like that. If you're okay. an American, then then yeah, the, you have to go th through the right sources. Obviously, legal sources. You know, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, it, I, I I am a little concerned about us being able to sell property to foreigners in our country, and uh -huh. predominantly because China, it just you know, you kind of focused in on China there for a little bit, has bought tons mm -hmm. of a uh, uh, property in the United States, and I don't know how I feel about that. So I'm just going to have mm -hmm. to sit back. I, I think yeah. there's some. Some areas that we we've just got to start protecting more in our country and foreign governments and and foreign people that are not living here and not residents. I just I don't agree. Know. Yeah, I agree. You know, there should be something out there. You know, within the government that will not allow. Uh, you know, other other. Well, I mean, it's just a um, it's kind of like a double edged sword. I would say. 
you know, other countries to, to come and purchase land. But obviously the land does not become China or yeah. does not become their country. I mean, it's still American soil that will still be like that. But anyway, so yeah, in, in our next segment, we're just going to go ahead and keep uh, talking more about the issues with uh, Biden and uh, everybody that wants to come here. And they're giving them hotels for them to stay. What the heck is that, Jamie? Hey, $86 million in hotels. And that's taxpayer money. I can't believe that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, and, and then our soldiers, so they're protecting the our state, our, our nation's capital, are sleeping oh. on concrete floors out in the garage. Oh, my goodness. No, 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 no. Yeah, this is definitely, he's went overboard. I mean, he's not even, <laughs> he's not even a month or two, and he's already, uh, oh, gosh, you know, di dictator, dictator right there. I don't like it. I so want we'll him out. We'll wrap this up, and we'll get back and talk more on the border on the path forward Utah with Ignacio Valdez. Hello and welcome back to the Path for Utah. It's establishing the Path for America. Uh, this is Ignacio Valdez, and your show that you're listening to is called En Caliente, which means the best hot news. Uh, and I'm here with uh, my friend Jamie Poole, and we are so thrilled to have you all of you here. So. Jamie and I, we're going to talk a little bit more about the immigration and what is going on right now with uh, Joe Biden, the old guy that barely talks and, and walks. <laughs> well, I, ha I have to say something about this interview he was given last night talking about the crisis on the border. And he turns to, I think the guy's name is Ron. He said, Ron, who are we putting in charge? <laughs> And, and then Ron, Ron pipes up and says, I think it's time for our friends in the media to leave. And it's a boom. <laughs> you know, you know, Biden's not for sure who he's putting in charge, but he put Kamala Harris in charge of this border crisis. And uh, I mean, I have to, you know, Kamala Harris, who doesn't believe that we should have a border, who believes in oh, open man. borders. And uh, yet yeah, she's the one that's going to be in charge of this border crisis that we're facing right now. Yeah, guys, you know, just as a, just as something to put out something out there, no, no country in the world, no country in the world has an open border. You, you have to have a passport indeed to enter into that country and you have to have a visa at least, at least a passport. You know, I mean, you cannot get into any country just like you are you are in your house. I mean, that's that's a matter of fact. And they're just using the open border situation just to, for them to find popularity, you know, within people. Just any people that is sane, and that's where where this uh, word libtardation comes from. And I don't care if anybody gets offended because I said lip turdation. Yes, it is lip turdation. And I don't freaking care about what others say about that. They believe in idiotic nonsense narratives that do not fit normal ethics. So 
so yeah, Jamie, as a woman, you know, you're a woman, you're, you're a fantastic individual and I, I appreciate you. Let me ask you this, this question. So uh, as a woman, uh, how do you think that Kamala Harris is uh, the vice president? No other woman has ever achieved that before. You know, I really don't know because Kamala Harris within her own party only got 3% of the vote. Um, so I, I, I look at Kamala Harris and, and Joe Biden, and I think about what President, uh, former President Obama said. Somebody asked him if he would want a third term. And he said, you know, I wouldn't mind a third term if I could have a couple of stick figures that were in there and I could kind of tell them what to do from, you know, behind. Well, that's what we have right now. We have Obama, uh, Barack Obama's third term and Kamala Harris only getting three percent, not being liked mm. by at the time. Anyone in her own party, anyone in the black community didn't even like Kamala Harris and most <laughs> women didn't like Kamala uh, Harris. So they brought her in with this Joe Biden ticket and they're both puppets. And uh, I don't know who's all pulling their strings, but uh, uh, they are definitely uh, puppets. And it's kind of sad to me that Kamala Harris is the first woman president because mm. that, that is a great honor. I would have loved to have seen somebody like uh, Christy Nome or Nikki Haley, mm -hmm. a really, you know, strong woman that's been out there. I mean, Kamala Harris, um, when you look at um, how she was as the attorney general in California on crime, I mean, she, she laughed about her smoking pot, but yet she was putting <laughs> black Americans in prison for doing the same thing she's doing. I mean, there's just so much hypocrisy, as you mentioned, even on the border. There's hypocrisy about everything the Democratic Party does. And yeah, oh, and it just bothers me so much. I cannot believe there's some so much incompetent. Oh gosh, help me out. Incom Incompetence. Incompetence. Yes, there you go. That's the word. <laughs> so I, I just can't believe that. And it's all to defend a dumb narrative. And everything is uh, just uh, to keep people uh, invested. It, it, and I say invested because people spend a lot of time and energy into these stupid narratives that it's just driving, driving and it just makes it impossible to even like another person with a different point of view. Well, you said, since you brought up the woman part, we'll, t we'll deviate from the border for a minute and then we'll wrap up on the border. But let's talk about Kamala Harris is sitting down with Bill Clinton. Did you read about that? this? I, I, I haven't. <laughs> okay, well, they're sitting down. She's sitting down with Bill Clinton to talk about women empowerment. I mean, of all people to choose, Bill Clinton, the man who raped Juanita Broadbent, who felt up Kathy Willey in the White House, all Democratic women, and uh, seduced his 22-year-old intern in the White House. Mm. Uh, and yet they're going to talk about female empowerment, Kamala Harris, with Bill Clinton. And talk. I, I mean, I, I just was surprised they didn't invite uh, Andrew Cuomo in with uh, him yeah, yeah. and uh, talk about female empowerment because the Democratic Party is killing off the Me Too movement. And I'm not a big Me Too movement person because I don't think you just believe all women, but I do yeah. feel like it was bringing more awareness where women could speak out when they were harassed in the workplace. But that has just been killed off by the Democratic Party. I mean, elevating the likes of Bill Clinton again. And in uh, in Governor Cuomo, I think there's eight significant um, accusations against him from em employees, staff members, mm -hmm. assistants, mm -hmm. 
Wow. And, uh, and nothing's going to be done about it. So anyway, I just find it comical that Kamala Harris is sitting down with Bill Clinton to talk about women empowerment. <laughs> I just, you know, I just laugh about that. It's just uh, the demo. Welcome to the Democrat Party, the party of hypocrisy. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Oh, uh, goodness. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, uh, gosh, let's. Uh, uh, another thing that just popped up in my head is the fact that uh well you know in in the republican party also you know there are there are issues i'm not going to say that you know there there's not and uh yeah gosh we we really need to make a humongous effort i would say uh to to help our republican party i don't know i i have so much love for the republican party you know the the first time when i became a citizen i i signed up to be a republican um, you know, even I was not way too involved in politics. That's the first thing that I did when I became a U.S. citizen after my oath to the United States. Uh, because I, I know that the Republican Party has a, a fantastic, uh, p fantastic platform, though. I mean, it definitely matches uh, the beliefs of all Hispanics. Because Hispanics, uh, they, uh, they do have a lot of great uh, religious beliefs. Uh, obviously, the Catholic Church is uh, uh, predominant in, in in Latin America. I'm going to say that, uh, and and yeah, uh, lots of people are religious, and they and the culture of Latin America is based uh, out of uh, religious beliefs. It so, we, and, you know what we're missing though, uh, Ignacio, there, and I think this program and being the path for Utah, path for Utah is the path for America is that we got, we have to have this team effort of uh, people like yourself and people like pastor Jesse and Ryan, uh, who's our choosy host with gay conservatives, Latino conservatives, mm -hmm. uh, black conservatives, Asian conservatives, and not leaving out people like Brian up there. <laughs> <laughs> white, white, and white male conservatives and white female conservatives. We need yeah. everyone. We need everyone working together, and uh, and we need to make that a very conscious effort. And I think sometimes Republicans have great ideas, like you're saying. The platform's great. Absolutely, we have horrible, horrible strategy. Uh, yeah. We ha we have no strategy. Uh, our implementation of getting those to the table has been horrible. We don't stand up and fight. President Trump, first one to actually stand up and fight. And yeah. have, so I have great uh, hope, you know, with President Trump still being involved, uh, that he's going to continue with some strategy. But e even within the Trump campaign, one thing I was really disappointed in is there's just oftentimes just not that strategy. And we get our asses kicked. I'm uh, sorry, Joe. We get, we get our bottoms kicked by the Democrats. Yeah on their strategy. <laughs> yeah. So not yeah, their they're, ideas, they're, their ideals are horrible, but their strategy, they kick our butts all the time on it. Yeah. Something needs to be done. Yeah. Something definitely needs to be done. And uh, <clears throat> I'm all for it, you know, and uh, it's part of, uh, part of the reason why I'm actually uh, doing the, this podcast because, you know, I'm just putting my two cents and uh, I'm just a, a, another another soldier here uh, fighting for truth and fighting for, for conservatism and uh, everything that our founding fathers uh, stood for. So this is the path for Utah. It's the path for America. Stay tuned, guys. So we'll be right back. And uh, please share this with, with everybody that you know. 
uh, especially within the Hispanic community. So we'll be right back. to the Path for Utah. Utah is ex establishing the Path for America. Thank you so much for being here with us. And we're here with uh, Jamie Poole. How you doing, Jamie? Good. Actually, it's Jamie Renda. But, <laughs> you know, after this craziness on January 6th, I changed my name on Facebook to my maiden name just so I didn't get my husband and kids in trouble with all my crazy politics. And uh, so I'm probably going to change it back because I I don't know. I don't know if it's going to help them or not. Somebody will find out who I am. So anyway, it is Jamie Rend. I do need to change it back to my Facebook. I have all these friends that have reached out and said, did you go through a divorce? Why did you change your name? So, <laughs> so anyway, it is Jamie Rend. But that's why I changed my name on Facebook is because our world's got crazy to the point that my political speech could impact my husband at his job or my kids. And uh, it's just crazy where we're at in America uh, right now. Do you think you'll get to the point where like politic, politi politi politically correctness is like the norm? And because I mean, it's kind of like becoming like that. It, it, I think it's already became like that. Now, the next step is, is it going to be forced speech? Is it going to be legal consequences? And uh, I, I don't like that. I think we're really close to that. How can we stop that? Can can, can that well, be stopped? You know, we have three big issues on the table right now. The one is our border that we're talking about. The other one is the gun control, gun confiscation that they're trying to go after. But one that's not getting that much attention as should is this this new Voting Rights Act that they're trying to pass in the House and the Senate mm -hmm. because that will lock in this nightmare for decades to come because we won't be uh -huh. able to elect Republicans because they've got it set up where they can have voter fraud nationwide that uh, they're going to prevent any voter IDs in the 29 states that require voter voter IDs. They're going to basically mandate uh, ballot harvesting. So Democrats will be able to go into nursing homes, assisted livings, uh, prisons, et cetera, pick up ballots and they can discard the ballots that they don't like. So oh, it's going to be goodness. crazy. Oh my goodness. Well, I really hope it doesn't get that bad because I mean, you're going to have more than 75 million individuals that are going to be after that. And they're going to, you know, I mean, it's going to be definitely a civil war for sure. Yeah. Well, there's two senators that we need to put a lot of pressure on. Actually, there's multiple. But Senator Manchin of West Virginia has said he will not uh, vote to take away the filibuster. But there's a lot of pressure on him right now to do that. And also the senator from Arizona, I can't remember her name. It's a female Democrat. Uh -huh. She's actually one, too. Um, that we could push some, put some pressure on and people in Arizona need to put a lot of pressure on her. Um, and so if we can just hold one, one or two of these senators off in the democratic party and keep all Republicans aligned um, together, then uh, we might be able to fight through some of this craziness that's uh -huh. getting pushed through the Senate right now. 
Right. The most important, yeah, you know, the most important thing is uh, just to keep people informed. Uh, have all all conservatives run for office. I mean, if if you have leadership and if you want to change the world, if you're listening to us right now, please run for office. We don't we we don't want Democrats to become Congress people or senators. Seriously. Yeah. And we need more young people. We need young people. You know, I'm going to an event this weekend, Ignacio, because my outreach uh-huh. for 20 years has been to conservative black Americans. And uh, so there's a, a, a man I know that's putting his hat in the ring in Arizona, uh, Alex Stovell. Uh, he's going to uh-huh. be running. We have uh, the oh, Kim nice. Klasik in Baltimore, who will be running again in two years. We have Willie Montagu in Florida. Nice. We have Rob, um, oh, just lost his name, and um, ran against Maxine Waters in California. Uh, Joe, 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 Joe. What's Joe's last name? Do you know, Brian? Anyway, so I, I know of four really sharp uh, black Americans running for Congress again in, nice. in 2022. And so we need more Latino conservatives out there running. We need yeah. more in, in this past time. I mean, we had multiple Asian conservative women. Yeah, that's and, what I saw. Yeah. So we need more Asians running for office. Uh, we need more. I mean, we need everyone. But uh, we specifically and again, it's not quotas. It's not anything. It's we need to be represented by the conservative movement. And so yeah. women, Hispanics, Latino, I mean, Latinos, Hispanics, uh, Asians, <laughs> black Americans, uh, younger people. We, yeah. need to, we need to start changing the face of our party. The, it, it's time Great. for the Mitch McConnells to step aside the establishment Republicans that uh, have sold us out to the Democratic Party and to mm. um, for their own for their own self interest. We need younger people. Rhinos. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just call them rhino. Well, just in case, if anybody in the audience does not know what a rhino means, it stands for. Republican in the name of name only. And, oh well, yeah, and yeah. name only, yeah. yeah. So, so rhinos in name only. So, uh, <clears throat> AKA Mitt Romney, Spencer uh, Cox, Spencer Cox. Yeah, that's right. Oh my gosh, I'm so upset. Well, anyway, that that's just another. Let's just go ahead and focus right now on Joe Biden and what he's been doing. And all, gosh, can, can you believe he is putting illegal immigrants? He's paying more. Uh, how much money did, did you say early? Eighty something million dollars. Six million dollars. They've and that, and that's just the tip of the iceberg. It's going to be more than that. But eighty six million dollars uh, to be putting immigrants in hotels. Uh, On top of all the millions and millions and millions of dollars of the facilities along our border and all the men and women that are serving along our border, they're putting their lives at risk right now because Joe Biden encouraged people to come and cross illegally into our country, bringing with them coronavirus. Uh, They're not mandating testing and they're putting these people on uh, buses and planes without testing. But yet you and I can't leave our houses or run our businesses or go on a cruise uh, without being tested for coronavirus or even go to school. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it is insane. And I mean, please, uh, you know, please, audience, do not don't get me wrong. You know, we all are human beings. Yes. The illegal immigrants. Yes, they're human beings. You know, yeah. But. 
if if you rob a bank you're breaking the law if you run a stop sign you're breaking the law if you go if if it's not a, a red light and if you go through it you're breaking the law so if you break the law and you go to jail is the jail going to be all nice and comfy they're going to just uh, feed you nicely and everything like that no ladies and gentlemen that's not the case and this is what basically joe biden is doing i mean yeah you know um and then like i said you know break, breaking the law is breaking the law and you know do you know how many immigrants that they're estimating are going to be pushing through our borders if we don't get a control on this um i have a rough number around a couple hundred hundreds of thousands 42 million immigrants Oh my gosh. Yeah. 42 million immigrants is the estimate that they just posted last night that will be pushing through our borders if we don't get control over this. Oh my gosh. I cannot believe that. Well, I mean, I, I can't believe that, but mm -hmm. wow. I mean, it, just because Joe Biden is like, yeah, coming in, just like your house, just coming in, we'll take you. I just hope that Nancy Pelosi has the the gates to her gated community open as a welcome mat to immigrants coming in. <laughs> uh, yeah, immigrants, and, and I don't mean to be cr critical at all uh, on this. It's just the reality. The, the children that they're bringing in on immigrants, they don't go to the schools that our Hollywood people go to. They don't go to the schools of our elected officials. They end up going to the schools that already are in need of more help and more support. The schools that are already burdened uh, with economic, you know, economic dynamics of people who are, mm -hmm. um, who, so, I mean, they already go to schools that are struggling. I think more immigrants that come in need to be going to the schools of our elected leaders and of Hollywood people so that they can help share. Cause it's not just a financial it's a human it's a human toll that it takes on us. That's right. I'm gonna let you wrap this up, Ignacio. You have thirty seconds and <clears throat> well, excuse me. All I can say is yeah, all I can say is this is just another of the strategies of the Democrat Party. Bring all all bring all the illegals, have them have them believe, you know, treat them uh, and everything like that. And then yeah, you will get Democrat voters. Yeah, do a path for citizenship for illegal immigrants while others that are doing the thing the right way, they're waiting uh, for them to be accepted in America. But then while illegals are getting path to citizenship so they can vote Democrat, that's what they want to do. Ladies, I don't like this. But anyway, it's been definitely a pleasure to have you in this show. Thank you, Jamie. Thank you, Brian. Uh, we will see you in two weeks with En Caliente.